0: share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry, and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations, both on and off the playing field. And now here's your host, Julian Blinn.
1: So today, we have the honor to interview Harrison Brown, CEO of Tech Health, a digital health company providing concussion management platform to the sports organization. So Harrison, welcome to the show. Thanks, Julian. Thanks for having me. Great. So, uh, Harrison, what I want to talk to you about today was first your background, and then we'll talk about your company, the benefits for the team and so on. And then we'll talk about your plans for the next 12 months. How does it sound? That sounds great. Great. So, uh, you know, first, could you give us an overview of your background so that the audience, audience understand?
2: Absolutely. So my background, I guess, from a, a work standpoint was I was an academic researcher. I, I was doing concussion research studies uh, as part of my master's and PhD studies at the University of British Columbia yeah. in Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was really where Hedgehog started. Um, you know, before that, I did have an affinity to sports. So I, I played all different sports growing up, and you know, rugby was was probably my main sport. Uh, So as it relates to head check, you know, I I grew up with concussions. I I, I grew up in in an environment where concussions weren't really talked about, and they certainly weren't something that were managed.
1: Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, So, uh, you know, can you tell me a, a bit more about what does your company do? Can you tell me about your platform that you build, your concussion management platform, and how does it work?
2: Yeah, no problem. Um, so just to kind of back it up a step, like where, where the company started will we'll help explain what, what we do exactly. Yeah. So when I was doing, when I was doing my master's and PhD studies at UBC, really what we were passionate about in the lab was finding ways that we can contribute to this, this massive problem of concussion. Um, and so, you know, at, at that time, and, and even today, there's a ton of groups out there from the research space that are focused on developing new tests, Or developing and writing stricter protocols and, and, um, you know, how these protocols actually get implemented in the real world, and how it would impact the workflow of medical staff, uh, we felt was being overlooked. So the the idea behind HeadCheck in the beginning was, how about we carve off a really small but important piece of the concussion problem, uh, and we try to solve it. So yeah. the, I, the idea behind it was, can we make a platform that makes it easier for organizations to actually execute and monitor those concussion protocols? And, and the way that HeadCheck works is, is really it's an all-in-one software platform to execute those protocols. And so, you know, all-in-one, what do we, what do we mean by that? Well, it covers 100% of the protocol. So you know, 10, 15 years ago, protocols were just tests. It was you know running one test, that was the protocol. Nowadays, these protocols are, are, are very, you know, broad. There, there's much more than just testing. There's education, there's training, there's documentation. There's you know, sometimes five or six different individuals all with different medical backgrounds contributing to a protocol. Yeah. Um, and so they have become really complicated. So the idea behind Hedgehog all along was let's make it really easy for organizations to actually complete their policies and their protocols. And then the other side to it is analytics based, which is if we have 100% of the protocol on our platform and we have 100% of the data being collected, we can do analytics to help the organizations not only understand what are their compliance, but more importantly, where, where they're not compliant or where improvements can be made, uh, you know, w- within a, a couple seconds of seconds of using our software.
1: That's great. And so the can you give me a sense of the, the types of customers or who are using your, your software today, your platform? Do they tend to be more like leagues, uh, sports leagues and things like that? or?
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's changed quite frankly over the last uh, the last probably five years. Um, when we first started the company, um, we were really focused on on an app and, and the platform to execute the protocols. And so our customers at the time were people that were executing those protocols. So those are folks that are on the sideline, like athletic trainers, athletic therapists, team physicians. Yeah. Um, in the youth in the youth level, you have coaches or team managers that are non medical people. And so we really built a a digital product for them. But now, you know, now what we're doing is we're actually working with complete leagues or entire sports organizations like governing bodies for the state um, or even even, even the country. uh, And so that we can offer them both tools. So we can offer them the tool to actually execute it, and we can offer them the analytics tool, which essentially aggregates the data from all the different teams, all the different leagues, and they can use that to assess both compliance and areas for improvement.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And so the customers who use your platform today. What are the, the feedback that they typically tell you or what are the things that they really love about your product? What are the most common comment that they're, they're telling you guys when they use your platform?
2: Yeah, the the biggest piece of feedback is just ease of use. Um, you know, traditionally concussion protocols are PDF documents. They can be as simple as five pages and they can be as complex as, you know, a 40-page protocol.
0: Um,
2: and so really what we're doing is we're taking those documents and we're putting them into an actual functionally usable technology. And so the number one piece of feedback we always get is oh, this is so much easier for me to do my job. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially in, in, in sports where the, the medical professionals are generally overworked, they generally have too much on their plate, being able to save them a bit of time and being able to make something easy for them, I yeah. think goes a really long way. So that, that, that's something that we're, we're really proud about. And that's really been core to our development, which is all along, it's been built on user feedback. Um, you know, we've, we've included people that are executing protocols. We've included executives that oversee protocols. We've included academics and medical folks that write protocols. So we have a ton of feedback from a number of different areas. And the idea is that we put all that together, can we accomplish a platform that makes it easy for those that are executing it and give them, you know, the flexibility they need while also giving, you know, the structure that is needed for the leagues and the governing bodies to have those checks and balances in place to make sure that the players are safe and they're not creating risk from a legal standpoint.
1: That makes sense. And I, I like the fact that you said, right, we, we've been getting a lot of customer feedback on, how, on, uh, you know, on the type of thing that they want to see to improve the platform. And I think that's the best way from my experience in product management, you know, just ask your customers what, how they would improve the product. I think that's really a key, right? When you're building a startup or a new product. Right. So I'm glad you guys are doing that. Um,
2: so, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say right now, probably about 80 percent of the functionality in the platform is yeah. driven exactly through customer feedback. Um, so, you know, it, it's a product that we say is built by people executing these protocols for people that are executing these protocols. It's not, you know, Harrison's take or Julian's take on what should be done and, and, mm-hmm. and how they should be doing it. It's it's really you know, the people that are actually on the front lines, you know, where, where are you struggling? Where are you finding bottlenecks in in, in the process? And can we actually build and, and and leverage different types of technologies to make your job easier while at the same time accomplishing the same outcome, which is yeah. improved care?
1: Yeah, and of course, you know, having one guy who wants one feature, it's one thing, but you from what you know, from my experience, you got to build a business case, right? You probably want to have yeah. like Five to ten customers were asking for the same feature. Then you can prioritize that in your backlog. I'd say, right? So again, it's really about exactly. building the business case. Um, so, can you? T- what would you say is your competitive advantage? Uh, maybe against some of the competitors out there. What would you say uh, your uh, advantages? If you could summarize that.
2: Yeah, I'd say probably our biggest one is, is just the positioning and the approach that we've taken. Uh, you yeah. know, as I said before, the, the way that the industry worked before head check was people were all trying to find this silver bullet test for concussion, uh, yeah. you know, tests that were more accurate. Every lab, including the lab that I was in, was trying to find one. And the problem with that approach is, you know, every two or three years, uh, another academic will come out with a test that is better than the ones that exist. and You know, they'll try to potentially commercialize that or they'll try to get leagues to adopt it and and it's fine, but you know, two or three years later, somebody else will come along with an even better test. And so that, that company or that group is no longer relevant. And we didn't want to fall into that, that, that approach. And so the, the, the positioning that we took in the beginning was the problem here is not the test. The tests have been around for 20 years and the industry is not getting better. Yeah. It's, it's really in the process, and, and so I think that that unique approach that we've taken of the test doesn't really matter to us. Our, our platform is test agnostic. We partner with, you know, many of the gold standard producers of these tests and creators of these tests, so we can offer any test in the platform. We actually, you know, don't really care what test people are using, um, but really focusing on the process and the ease of use. Use, I think, has really gone a long way, and that's something that. know we didn't really expect i I think coming into you know starting a a startup in a small business you think that you know you need this really unique piece of ip that you can protect and um you know that that's going to be the thing that's going to make the difference but we've just been really overwhelmed by you know the approach that we've taken being quite frankly the, the most competitive advantage that we have
1: that's great and um what would you say are the when it comes to concussions, right? One of the biggest problem isn't it that people are not following the protocols? when it, when people have concussions, would you say is that a fair statement?
2: I think so. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things that our that our platform is doing is it's helping organizations get access to quantitative metrics on on the protocol. Um, so in the past, when, when a league would come out with a concussion protocol um, and they would say to all the teams, you guys now have to follow this protocol. you got to do all these different steps. Um, and, and they didn't really have a way to lift up the hood and see who was actually doing it and who wasn't doing it. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, with Head check System, we're making it easy to actually do the protocol and we're creating the data to allow that analysis to take place, to see, you know, who's doing it, who's not doing it, where the issues lie, whatnot. And I think we were pretty surprised when when we started doing that, that the overall compliance to protocols across the industry is extremely low. Uh, You know, and and so what we're doing is we're going into organizations, we're setting them up and, and we're showing them very early on, you know, this is where, where, where you are. Um, you know, it's, it's not rare for organizations and, and, and especially at the amateur level where you've got parents volunteering or, you know, coaches that are, that are not medical folks that are also in charge of the concussion protocol being, you know, 30% compliant to a protocol. Um, so what we're doing in the beginning is we're helping show the organizations, this is what the protocol says you're doing and you're telling the families, and the parents, this is what you're doing and here's what's actually happening. Um, and then, of course, we can chip away at it. So, so over that time of our relationship with the customer, we're taking them from where they started to a point where they're, you know, always aiming for 100% compliance. Yeah.
1: Um, and so,
2: you know, the, the platform today, we, we've had about 40,000 concussions that have been managed from, you know, the initial, uh, you know, uh, incidents all the way through re- return to play and recovery Uh, in eventual clearance. And and so we have a a ton of really good data on what are the issues with protocols today across different sports, across different levels.
1: I mean, 40,000 is a huge, it's a big number, right? And and so, uh, you know, it's, congrats to you guys. That's massive for me. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, just just
2: on that, I mean, the part another reason why this company exists is I I, I look back to the time that I was uh, in a research lab, and you know, we were we were looking at concussions in football teams, and you know, I spent four or five years on a study with a, a university football team, and our our end the number of concussions that we were analyzing, I think at the end of it was something like eighteen, and so with with eighteen concussions. You can't really do much with it, right? Like you, you yeah. can't really make huge conclusions that are gonna change the industry. And so that was another rationale for starting this company and trying to have a bigger impact on, on, on the industry was what if we built a tool that was used by hundreds of thousands of people and teams, and we could use that data to make the world better. And, and, and so, you know, going from an N of 18 in four years to you know, head check having 40,000 concussions and and, and very granular data, I think is going to allow us in the the long run to really have a positive impact in making sports safer.
1: Uh, I mean, definitely. I mean, I I, I don't know of any other companies who do what you do and not in that fashion. So I think uh, you you guys are definitely onto something. Uh, Next question is uh, regarding the business model. So, could you talk about the business model for a, a, any teams or leagues looking to adopt your solution today? Yes,
2: yeah, so this, this is another interesting question. I mean, before we came into this market, uh, it was pretty typical because tests were running the market that yeah. you would charge per test. You know, every, anytime yeah. somebody used your product, you charge them a certain number of dollars. They can buy packages with, you know, certain number of tests in them. And when we looked at that, what we, what we thought was that's not promoting usage of a platform that's, that's, you know, people every time that they use a system, there's a transaction occurring and they're actually, if they're trying to save money or, or they're 99% sure that an athlete is, is okay. They might not do it. And so we flipped that on its head and, uh, the approach and the, the model that we use is it's essentially an unlimited model. So it's, yeah. uh. It's a software as a service company. Um, We we charge our our, our clients and our partners an annual fee. That annual fee is is a product of the complexity of their protocol, the number of teams that are are in the organization, the number of players that are being managed. And uh, usually where we end up with is uh, a number that ends up being cheaper than if, if they were just to buy a single test. Um, So if they were to buy a test and that was their protocol was buying a test and using the test, they actually can buy head check for a a cheaper cost. There's no additional fees. It's the same fee every year, depending on the number of players or teams, if they go up and down, so does the contract, Um, And that allows the organizations to budget properly. Um, And and, and they're not worrying about, hey, is is the concussion cost going to be significantly higher this year than it was last year? Well, no, it's, it's going to be, You
1: know, relative to the players. Yep, that that makes sense. So, um, now can you talk maybe a bit about your go-to-market strategy? Right. So, uh, how do you find your customer? Typically, what's your go-to-market strategy? If you could, if you could just talk about that. Yeah,
2: we're we're really trying to find organizations that want to be on the leading edge. So. Um, you know we have a number of different channels that we use to find customers yeah uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the better channels that we have is is going to in-person conferences yeah. um, and meeting with the individuals in person and showing them the platform and explaining to them why we're doing this uh, and you know at the same time we're trying to assess the person on the other side to see hey is this somebody that actually wants to do this and what I mean by that is if we, if we implement our product and the, the, the organization is using head to execute their protocol yeah. and we provide them with a report that says you are 10% compliant and none of your teams are following the protocol. And it's very risky, not only for the players, but also for you because, uh, you know, the opportunity for somebody to have a very serious outcome here and, and potentially come back and try to hold your league accountable is very high. Yeah. Are you going to do something? And, and and sometimes we work with clients where they use different methods to have uh, people follow the the protocol. So they might find them, they might suspend them, they might reduce points in the standings. And that's a, those are tools that leagues use to help organizations adhere to any policy. If it's you know paying their bills, if it's you know having the right officials on site. It's the same with concussion. If, if you're not following the protocol, what does the league do? And sometimes we do come across organizations that aren't gonna hold their teams accountable and aren't gonna you know, take those necessary steps to make the the, the environment safer when, when it's been shown that it's not safe. So that's why we like in-person is because not only can we tell them about our products and, and they can learn about head check, but we can also learn about them. Uh, other channels that we use, pretty traditional ones outreach, um, you know sending out emails, uh, you know going to online events, hosting online events, inviting people to to, to watch our, our demos and, and whatnots, yeah. and then of course coming to our website
1: and, and checking out the content on there. that makes sense uh, last questions um, what are your plans for the next twelve months? Is it to maybe raise money or Growing to new markets. So, w- what are your plans? What are you trying, to, guys, trying to accomplish?
2: Yeah. So, we we raised money most recently in May of 2022. Um, yeah. So, the company is well resourced. Uh, we're we're investing a lot of that money into R and D. You know, we we really want to make sure that we maintain the 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 product advantage that I believe we have over anybody else. Um, so, so on, on the, you know, product side, we, we've got some pretty exciting things that we're going to be rolling out over the next 12 months. That That's a huge focus for us, uh, from a, a financing standpoint, uh, you know, again, the, the company being in a good financial position is great because it allows us to invest more, but of course, you know, we, we know down the road there, there may be another transaction that needs to occur. So, you know, we're also always talking and listening to investors to see, you know, is there a fit with our growth strategy and, and, and whether it's a fund or, uh, you know, a strategic partner or something like that. And then on the growth side, um, we're, we're really, we're really doubling down at this point on, on trying to capture markets. Um, so we believe at this point that we have the best tool in the industry. Uh, we believe that we have enough big logos to prove that. Like we, we work with enough relevant organizations like major league soccer, USA cycling, the CFL, Um, you know, these these large organizations that carry brand value that we don't necessarily need to chase after logos. I think what we want to focus on now is how can we have the biggest impact. Um, and and a lot of that is going to have to happen at the youth space. Um, so yes, do we do we want to go after every league on the planet that is at risk of concussion that has a protocol? Of course we do. But we're 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 in a good spot right now in the sense that we don't necessarily have to chase we can really try and find good fits for for our business. And also understanding that, as I said earlier, 80% of the product is built on feedback. So yeah. if there's feedback that we need to get from a, a sport or an organization or a level of play that we currently don't have, that would be way more attractive to us than you know just any organization that's willing to pay for it.
1: I think that's a good, that's a good plan, that's a good strategy, right? I think you're in a good position. So. Look, uh, we, we're at the end of the interview, but I want to thank you for, for your time today and congratulations on everything you guys have accomplished. So thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks, Julian. I appreciate you learning about HeadCheck. And uh, yeah, if anybody wants to check out the, uh, the company or the product, uh, just head over to our website, which is www.headcheckhealth.com.
1: Great. But well, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening.